Hi, this is Coach Colette, host of the Start Within podcast, and welcome back to another episode of Financial Fridays. Well, today is June 26th, and we're kind of in the middle of a few nature milestones. We have passed through the summer solstice, if you are living in the northern hemisphere like me, which means that we are on our way to having less daylight, even though we are right in the midst of summer. And we are approaching July 1st, which will mark the end of the first half of 2020. Wow. Totally not what I would have imagined at the start of the year. And yet it has been an exciting, confusing, challenging, wonderful, horrifying combination of events that has brought us to today. I decided to pull out my Wheel of Intentions exercise to do my half-year review process and to look back at what were the things and experiences that I was seeking to manifest in 2020 and to see how I am doing. You may recall on the podcast that I did this back at the end of the first quarter, so I am doing it again at the end of the second quarter. In the Wheel of Life or the Wheel of Intentions, We look at a number of different areas, including self-care and business or career, lifestyle and home, community and activism, creativity, spirituality, and love. In this exercise, there were opportunities to look at What is currently working well? What would I like more of? And what would I really love to have experienced or to have manifested? And once again, when I look back on what I wrote back in, I would say late January, early February, the main thing that has impacted manifestation has been the lockdown over the past few months. Although I can't say that all of it is due to the lockdown. I mean, running 5K and 10K races, yeah, that's not gonna happen outside. Or hosting people in my house, that has not been able to happen. Yet the aspects of career and business have manifested differently collaborations manifested differently. They have manifested virtually. One of the wonderful aspects of looking at these intentions that I laid out at the beginning of the year now is to look at what is it that I want to shift in my actions so that I can still be on track 
to manifest. For example, I have on my self-care find more kundalini rituals. I did a 40-day prosperity challenge with kundalini breathing and movements that was amazing during the month of January. And I don't need to do that outside. So that is something that I can still take on regardless of whether I am in lockdown or not. In terms of collaboration, I have been collaborating with other members on my Team Enjoy team virtually, as well as still managing this podcast virtually and having coach chat conversations with other experts. So I encourage you to take a look at the intentions and goals that you set again at the beginning of the year and see what's working well. What would you like to see happen differently? What would you still like to manifest? Or have things shifted based on what's been happening in the world? Have your intentions shifted? Have your goals shifted? Has your purpose adjusted or refined? Or are you more clear about your purpose now than perhaps you were at the start of the year? There really are no right or wrong answers. It's just a great opportunity to take some time to reflect on where you are now and where you would like to be, say, over this next quarter, so in three months. Those are my thoughts for now for today. Get ready and listen up to today's tip from Suki Singh. Hello everyone, this is Suki Singh aka Investing of the Investing Podcast with your weekly Financial Friday tip. With the weather becoming better and better here in the tri-state area, now is the time to let loose and relax. Why not invest in your health and well-being by going for a massage or going out for a walk, or just having some fun with your money. Again, this has been Suki Singh with your weekly Financial Friday tip. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Coach Colette again, and welcome to this unplugged segment on this Friday. And today I want to talk about a personal experience in my workplace, if you will. It's not something that's new for me. However, my awareness around it, I think, is not even new, just heightened. So I was on a client call earlier this week, and I was the only black person amongst a group of women on the call. And again, not my first rodeo. But what I realized was being on the Zoom call and seeing my face amongst all of the other faces, and I guess perhaps given all that's happening, my awareness was really heightened. 
And one of the interesting thing was we were sharing about ourselves and our experiences. And so it turns out that many of the other women on the call are mothers. And there were only two of us who are not mothers, who don't have children. And that other person said to me, oh, I guess we are the ones that are holding down not being mothers. And I thought it was interesting because it was the one of these things is not like the other. And that was the thing that we focused on as opposed to race. So the conversation continues and we are talking about the product and the service and talking about what are some of the things that we might be looking at for the future in terms of improvements or information that we might gather not to reveal inside information but we had gotten some demographic data about some of the product participants and it occurred to me on the call that when i received the email there was uh, gender information there was age information and that was it in terms of the demographics it occurred to me on the call to ask about race and ethnicity and then I had that moment where I was like, ah, am I going to be the one that brings it up? And there is that sense of tiredness that often black, brown, indigenous folks we have around, are we always going to need to be the ones that raise the issue or educate others? And so this reminds me of the conversation around allyship and what it really means to be an ally, not just in words or, or in thoughts, but actually in action. And it really does require proactive action. You know, just saying that you're not racist or that you're not homophobic, saying that you want to help but don't know how to help isn't really action. It's setting an intention, which is positive, but that sense of then needing to ask the other person to show you where to find the resources or how can I learn more about this is actually an act of oppression. And also letting your privilege go unchecked is not an action. Not speaking up is not an action. And so change starts with each of us as individuals, and that's how it becomes collective. So if you're wondering, you want to know the end of the story, yes, I have sent an email to the team asking if the additional demographic information has been captured from participants in this program. So before I ask questions about, you know, what are the policies around how we are ensuring that this product is more inclusive, I want to get the data. And I want to know, are they even concerned about collecting this data, right? Because again, you want to demonstrate that you want change, right? That you want to ensure that whatever it is that you are offering, whether it's within your own workplace, within your own business, as well as what's happening outside of your business for whatever 
audience that you are serving with your products or services. So yes, I was the one again to raise my hand and I'm not uncomfortable with that. And yet I would love to see it where I'm not always the one that's raising my hand and noticing what is it that we are doing around this. So perhaps for you, you can reflect if you are a black, brown, indigenous person, are you the one in your professional space or even in your personal family space, the one that's raising your hand? And if you are a white person, are you comfortable with raising your hand? And even if you're not comfortable raising your hand, how can you get more comfortable with raising your hand? Or how can you raise your hand even when you're not comfortable? Because for me, sending that email, it wasn't super uncomfortable. And yet there was some thought in the back of my mind of thinking, oh, how might people perceive me? And yet I sent it anyway. So those are my thoughts on allyship today, sending you love, sending you joy, sending you energy, sending you light. So what is your takeaway from this week's Financial Fridays segment? What might you do differently around your money and your mindset? For more financial advice, you can check out Suki's podcast, Invest Sing, where I also share tips on his Wellness Wednesdays segment. If you enjoyed this episode and haven't already subscribed, you can do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. You can also connect with me on Instagram at coach underscore Colette for more inspiration on personal growth and wellness. Tune in next Friday for another episode and get ready to start within to finish strong. Thank you.